0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Alex Rogers from Protein Factory, and today we are talking about something new in the realm of battle ropes, really. It's a, it's a new invention invented by a guy by the name of Dave Parisi, and the product is called the Inertia Wave. There's a patent on it, brand new and to help everybody really understand it, how it works, why it's better than the battle ropes. I have the man himself on the phone, Dave Parisi. Hey, Dave, what's up? Hey, Alex, good evening. How are you? Not bad, not bad. I'm glad we uh, got you on the phone to answer these questions because, um, you know, the the inertia wave is, is becoming real popular. Whoever buys it, I mean, I've sold a bunch of them already. People are loving it. But the thing is, a lot of people are still you know, um, they're using the battle ropes and they want to know, you know, they have questions about this, you know, why is this better and, you know, how do I use it and all this other stuff. So, um, if you could tell us, you know, give us a little introduction on, you know, what the Inertia Wave is, uh, how it compares to the battle rope and all that good stuff, that'd, that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, I,
1: I would be happy to do, Alex. Uh, you know, it's funny, you just mentioned it's been a busy week and I'm, I'm very stoked and excited about, this week, in particular, in regards to the inertia wave, and it's right in line with what you just said. It's new. It's exciting. It's motivating. Uh, I just left the uh, the Connecticut. Well, uh, it's basically the United States, but everyone forms it in West Hartford, Connecticut, here, and they have top cop, top medic, and top SWAT, and the 36 are chosen of the strongest, most badass, you know, SWAT and police and medics. And they chose the um, the inertia wave to use as part of their metabolic conditioning to prepare for this event. It's on T V, it was te- it was televised. Uh and you can I could actually send you some of those videos. But it's very cool that the inertia wave is now the official metabolic conditioning device. And when you talk about the battle ropes versus the inertia waves, um, it's it's not an easy explanation because the the battle ropes is It is is basically extreme muscle torque and tension on the wrist and shoulder joints, where the inertia wave is smooth, it's rhythmic, it's coordinated movements. Um, The benefits uh, of the inertia wave, that it benefits your entire body and strengthens your core. On the battle rope side, it has very limited benefits. It engages the anterior chain and creates that posture. And all the studies show that. Just remember, listen. When, when a device comes out or a piece of exercise equipment, everybody is is pumped up and psyched about it. They see it, they want to use it, and you know everybody uses it uses it in their own way based on their athletic inclination, what they can do currently, and it kind of spreads a little bit. We only had battle ropes. We didn't know any better. We didn't know that we were just doing an anaerobic bout. Battle ropes are no different than strength training. It's 100% anaerobic. What does it do? It puts a lot of stress and strain on the wrist. It rounds out the, the, the shoulders or protracts the shoulders. It rounds out the thoracic spine. It makes you look down. Watch, watch somebody doing what's called the continuous wave. They always kind of drop their chin and look down round up their back. And wherever the head goes, the body follows. Right. So I'm trying to say to myself, you know, why why are we doing these exercises that are hurting us? Battle ropes are heavy, they're bulky, they're expensive. They clutter up your workspace. Um, you know, so there's a lot of little things, and there's 30 ways to anchor, and you can work out anywhere, anytime, at any age, with the with the inertia wave. It weighs less than 2.7 pounds, and it's only about nine feet, versus the battle rope, which is about 50 feet. People don't realize that. Just so, that, so everyone listening understands that a battle rope, if you're at a gym, I hate to say it, I don't want to mention gyms, but if you're at a, a gym, like a certain planet gym, <laughs> on this planet and they, have these, and they have these battle ropes and you start seeing people using it's kind of comical it's kind of a bloopers tape because the battle ropes are really short and the shorter the battle rope it really has no effect on the body whatsoever it has to be at least 25 feet going each way so the battle ropes are usually 50 feet and then you double them up you put them around an anchor point and the problem with putting around the anchor point is that all the energy goes into the floor um, so you know, it's, it's not really safe and not a way to enhance cognitive or athletic abilities at all. It frays, it unwinds, the plastic dip ends fall off. I know somebody out there is laughing at that because it's always the plastic dipped ends that fall off and then we end up putting what tape around it, right? right, sticking to our hands. So the caloric burn is a little different. The inertia wave works on impedance. in um, There's what's called EPOC, E-P-O-C. Um, it's a caloric burn. It's far greater than the battle ropes. This is all done by MIT and Southern Connecticut State University Metabolic Labs, where it shows that you continue to burn calories 24 hours after working with the inertia wave, or generally speaking, after doing any type of metabolic conditioning. So it's a little different because the inertia wave is anchored belly button high, and all the energy, like water, or electrical charges goes through the tubes, builds up in the tubes, hits the anchor point and comes back into the body versus the battle ropes, as you start the wave, you're sending all the energy into the anchor point. So whatever it is, guys, if you're doing, you know, if it's a dumbbell, if if you're wrapping it around a pole, uh, if you're tying it somewhere, if you're wrapping it around a dumbbell, a couple plates, whatever the anchor point is, all the energy is going into the anchor point. Think about it. Did you ever wrap a battle rope around an anchor point and that whatever you're wrapping it around, it starts to shake and rattle? Right. That, that's proof right. That's proof right there. Um, so that's basically my my dissertation on the difference between the two. Um, I had to come up with something that would burn more calories and have much more engagement on the entire muscle system as well as the inner and outer muscles, so muscles, you know, core, core muscles and superficial muscles, we call them, and I had to come up with something that was more intense than the battle rope, and, and we did it. We, we ended up doing it with all these metabolic laboratory tests. One, one engineer uh, said it was like double under jump ropes with the upper body. I thought that was a cool statement. Right. He just said, listen, man. He goes, you ever do double under jump ropes? I said, yeah, I'm not that really coordinated. I, I could do like a jump rope, but double unders are a little tough for me. He goes, that's what the inertia wave is. He goes, you're getting the same benefits of double under jump rope with the upper body. And that's cool for some people, especially if you have knee problems, hip problems, ankle problems, and you can't jump. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so take, for example... um, Beginners—they've never touched. They never touched the battle rope. They get the inertia wave. What what advice do you have for somebody that's never touched the inertia wave before?
1: The number one advice is when you receive the product is to watch the video links. Um, either either on the website or uh, we have videos on YouTube. But there's there's two video links that come when you purchase the product. And the video links, one is labeled the seven methods of use, and the other is creative ways to anchor your inertia waves. They're about 12 to 18 minutes long. My first advice is, you know, if you've never done anything like that, is to watch the videotapes. It's a training wheel, step by step, hold your hand, um, you know, dissertation on, you know, hold the ropes this way or the tubes this way, walk back, get into this posture. Start to shake or oscillate the tubes. Listen to the wind sound. Now grab it here. Do this. Do that. And it tells you step by step what to do. And we want everyone to learn. There's seven methods of use, and they're done for a specific reason because we want to engage different muscles in the body. Whether it's you know whether you're you're training all your back or or you're engaging, you know, quadriceps and, and abdomen. There's all these different patterns that the tubes are going through, and they're kind of pulling your body in a direction, but you're trying to engage and anti-direct your body, so it's anti-rotation. So there's all these different movement patterns that are very beneficial that strengthen the entire body, every muscle in the body. So the first thing I would recommend is is basically watch the videos. And then from there, it's practice just like anything else. Okay. Practicing perfectly makes perfect practice. I mean, however they say you have to practice the inertia wave, hear the wind, go into the next method and just take it step by step. I would also say that if you have an, uh, an exercise program that you're doing, let's say you're typically doing a, a strength training program where you're training certain body parts in the gym in regards to hypertrophy because your goal is to build muscle or massive hypertrophy, whatever it is. Or maybe you're just conditioning like an athlete. You don't want to be... You know what they call muscle bound. You don't want it. you want to stay pliable. You want to stay flexible. So I would just I would just recommend using it as part of your conditioning program. You might do a thirty second bout of the inertia wave and do a strength training exercise. And you might you know or a couple sets of strength training. Then you might grab the inertia wave and do that. It's what's called an active rest, uh, Alex. So basically, instead of standing there, you know, socializing with your buddy and sipping your water, you're basically grabbing the inertia wave during the rest period, and then catching your breath and going back into the uh, strength training. And that's also part of the high-intensity interval training. So any way you slice it, you have to learn the seven methods of use and just take your time before you do it, because it is extremely intense.
0: Okay, so so if I'm a beginner, I, I simply, you know, because people are asking, you know, what, what kind of routine should I do? So essentially, just do the seven methods. That's my workout routine.
1: Well, the inertia wave can be done by itself, okay? Mm -hmm. It can actually be done any just by itself where you're actually grabbing the inertia wave. You're doing 30 seconds of a specific method. Let's say you're doing 30 seconds crossfire. Now, some of you who are listening to this right now don't know what crossfire is, but the bottom line is when you learn the the method crossfire or or the positioning of the body when you're doing crossfire, you might do that for 30 seconds. You might catch your breath. You might do it another 30 seconds. You might catch your breath. Okay, so you could make it part of that conditioning program. Maybe you're doing it for 12 minutes, and that's metabolic conditioning. Or maybe you're doing 30 seconds of the crossfire, and then you put it down and you go into a plank, turn around, you do some, you know, sit-up type movements, uh, some bridging type movements, some squats, some step step back lunges. It's just something to add to your current workout or make it a workout itself. If said, the workout itself, you want to go as hard as you can, as fast as you can, for as long as you can, and then rest, and then do it all over again. The ultimate goal is to go through every seven, all the seven methods, okay, and it's hard to explain, there's really eight, there's really eight positions, because one of the methods you have to turn right, and one of them you have to turn left, is called the super typhoon, um, but the bottom line is, if you can go 15 seconds, or 30 seconds of every method that would be a complete workout with the inertia wave. Then you would catch your breath and do it again. And you would do probably three sets or four sets um, totaling, you know, twelve minutes total. And you would probably do that four times a week. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna say this right now. Four times a week, twelve minutes would be the maximum I would have anybody do the inertia wave. If you were gonna use the inertia wave and the inertia wave only, with nothing else that's that's extreme
0: that is extreme okay all right cool um the inertia wave it just comes in one size right there's no like a lot of people ask what size you know if they're using things there's only one size right
1: Yeah, that's a a frequently asked question. It's one size, and and I I made it in black. At first, I had a request from CrossFit, CrossFit Corporate, to to make it in black. Most of the CrossFit locations wanted black, and the bottom line is uh, it just started to roll. A lot of clubs were calling up saying, "Hey, can you make it in black? Can you make it in red? Can you make it in blue?" Uh, we had a few of the NFL teams call and they had to, had to make it in blue. The general guard wanted it in green. We're doing camo. We did pink for the ladies. So we just started making all these colors. They're all the same elastomer. They all have a certain protein-water complexity. It's a patent on the rubber itself to give it just spring, very spring-like motion. It just has it has energy of its of its own when you set it in motion, so to speak. So we just started making all these colors, and, and people are call. I got a, I got a call today for silver. I'm making a silver one, so I'm just making colors based on what
0: people want. All right, cool. Um, I think that's about it. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any more questions that people are asking. No, that's bad Oh, one more question. Um, what's your recommendation for for the battle rope with to work my abs? Is there any exercise for that with the battle rope? Yeah.
1: Um, I don't know what you mean by working your abs with the battle rope.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, is it is it possible or no, or you don't? Uh, you don't I'm trying to be, like it? I'm trying
1: to think. I'm trying to think out of the box. So, so first of all, when you're doing uh, a anaerobic muscle torque tension exercise like battling ropes, you are engaging some of those superficial muscles and, and the abdomen, just so everyone knows, the abs, the six-pack abs, whatever you want to call them, there is no six-pack, it's really just two strips of flank steak divided by tendons that stick out, it's like wrapping string around your body. Right. Um, so, so the bottom line is, and all, all this is, the, the abs are gonna be engaged regardless, um, but as far as you know, crunches and flexing the spine to really engage the rectus abdominis muscle, there's, you know, I don't know any exercises per se that you can do with battle ropes to train abs. Even the uh, the lifting, torquing, and turning to the side, you right. might think you're working your obliques. Yeah, you're not working your obliques actually. You're just contracting your your you're, you're you're contracting the oblique system to help torque and guide the rope to one side to another. But that's not truly working your abdomen. You're just spinal flexing. You're just. Taking load and spinal flexing with it. I mean, I guess if you sat on the ground and held the ropes to assist in your sit up, I guess you'd get a little hip flexion and, and abs in there combined. A little benefit both. Maybe, um, you know, hold onto the ropes in your hands and take one heel off the ground in a sit up position. Your knees are bent, but one heel's off the ground and try to use as less of the rope as possible as you sit up. So you, you're using predominantly more of the muscles to sit up rather than pulling on the rope. It's kind of hard to explain in, a, in, a, in this cast, but um, I mean, that's all I can think of with battling ropes. Now, the inertia wave is totally different. The inertia wave, you're going to feel the crossfire, the super typhoon, and the double over, 100% abs. Because oh,
0: awesome. you're
1: engaging the abs. Because it's anti yeah, it's trying to pull you. You're, you have no choice but to contract your abs so you don't twist one way. It's a little different. The abs are meant for anti-rotation; they're not meant to crunch. Right. Crunching is the worst thing you could do for your abs. Right. There's really not much going on there. It's just kind of we call it we call it a disc grinder, or, or uh, you know, just just herniation. Crunching is has nothing. You can't spot reduce, and so we don't really crunch too much. But that's why we like planks and, and things of that nature. Um, but the inertial wave engages the abs far. Superior than a
0: battle rope. Awesome, awesome. Well, that's it, man. Thanks for your time. I don't, I don't really have anything else. You've fully answered all my questions. You got anything else, or is that pretty much it? I guess it's, it's it, right?
1: Um, I mean, I could go on if you, you know, I just, I could go on a little bit about high intensity interval training or what metabolic conditioning is, just briefly, if you want me to. But if not, we can do it another
0: time. Yeah, I mean, because briefly, if you want to go over hit, because we do, I do have some people asking um, about that. So briefly, if you want to just discuss it real quick.
1: Yeah, I have a hard time with the word briefly, but I will start. So there's just, you know, so Alex, just think of like single modality activities. Just think of anybody listening out there, you know, what's your cardio choice? So hopefully, hopefully it's not in a gym, you know, you're not spending 45 minutes on elliptical, but running and rowing and biking and swimming and treadmill, elliptical, things of that, you know, those are kind of the exercises of the choice. However, they're what? They're really boring. Um, they're, they could be unavailable um, and most likely are not performed based on a muscular or orthopedic concern because you have a bad knee, a bad hip, you can't do it. And how many people do you know that could jump rope four times a week? Well, that's the optimal way, but a lot of people can't do it. So that's what's called high intensity interval training. That's where that steps in. Metabolic conditioning, you can get stronger, rev your metabolism, train your proper energy systems, utilize more fat as a substrate or source of energy to perform the work. And that's where, over the years, that's where HIT and Metcon um, have become part of the hardcore, time-sensitive, uh, you know, results-based uh, training. They have slight differences, but they produce the same result. The inertia with it is of Metcon. But you can say HIT, but it's more Metcon because it has different um, ways to train different energy systems rather than just one energy system like the rope. So it's, you know, Metcon made its... Name popular with the growth in CrossFit, as as you know, versus HIT, which is more the professional, you know, personal training world and group, group training world. So basically, you know, I'll explain short, uh, short high intensity anaerobic bouts of weight training, like just basic weight training, are used to increase your muscular strength, which has, which has no effect on cardiovascular conditioning. So longer, low-intensity bouts of aerobic training were believed to increase cardiovascular conditioning with little effect on muscular strength. Now walks in again, metabolic conditioning. So now with metabolic conditioning, we have the ability to work at a higher level of intensity for a prolonged period of time, the ability to work at a level very close to 100%. A lot of people don't work at 100% of intensity for a total of one to two minutes. That's metabolic training. Work. Balls to the wall, one to two minutes, with the inertia wave, some type of double under jump ropes, whatever you're picking, followed by a strength training bout. That will get you in the best shape of your life. Not only, there is no question about it. Even these bodybuilders that are getting ready for a show. I, I, I competed five years out of, my, out of my career. I was fortunate enough to take first place in every single event. And then I took about 15 years off and came, came back you know, and, and get a fourth placer. I used metabolic conditioning. I didn't have, I didn't do cardiovascular conditioning. I did 12 minutes a day of high intensity interval training and it got me shredded. Because you're just, the caloric burn is over the top. It's just nothing like that long lasting duration of walking a treadmill or doing an elliptical. So that's the beauty of being more efficient to produce the desired results without sacrificing sacrificing, uh, any of the quality. And that's basically what what MedCon is. It's just another form of high intensity level training, a lot more intense, utilizing different energy systems. And that's why I invented the, the inertia wave. I just say maximum results in minimum time. Listen, dude, I don't have the time. I with my with the business at all. I'm running three businesses. I don't have the time. I do the 12 minutes and and I stay in exactly the same shape I used to when I didn't do metabolic training. When I used to do, I used to 45 minutes of cardio a day, and I, I'm doing the same result with 12 minutes now. Nice. 12 minutes, and yeah. that's again that's 12 minutes high intensity. I'm going. That's all out. Right. All out. I'm leaving it in the gym, so to speak.
0: Awesome. You make me you make me want to use the thing. I want to I want to get right on after this. Awesome, man. Well, Dave, thanks again for your time. Really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, reach out to me anytime. Thank you so much.
0: All right, Dave, take care.
1: Okay. All right, bye.